Well, welcome. Here we are. Day 28 of lockdown. And um, trust that you guys are doing okay. And uh, yeah, a beautiful day up here in Joyburg. Just enjoying the sunshine, the warmth. Just a glorious, glorious autumn day for us. Just the Lord blessing us with beautiful, beautiful weather. So trust that you are at least able to get out into a bit of that sunshine and get some of that vitamin D on your skin. That'll be such a wonderful, just a natural remedy in terms of building and boosting your own immune system. So take advantage of the, the glorious weather that the Lord has given to you just as a, as a health remedy um, for what's going on during this time, during the season. So enjoy, enjoy the warmth and, uh, and get, get some skin uh, in, in the sun. So all good. So uh, tonight is another uh, very important night for us as a nation where our president is going to be addressing us and going to be giving us further instruction in terms of the next phase of this lockdown period. And uh, just in the last few hours, we as a nation have been commended by the, the World Health Organization in terms of our strategies. And uh, also the President of the United States also just mentioning what we've been doing. So the, gov the governments of the world are taking note of what we're doing here in South Africa. Folks, that was fulfillment of prophetic words that the eyes of the world would be on South Africa. They would be watching to see what we are doing and, um, and that we would be actually influencing what other nations are going to be doing. Uh, this is profound. Who would have thought that it would have taken something of a lockdown for the eyes of the world to be on South Africa? So, again, prophetic words being fulfilled in terms of the, the world watching us and, uh, and having a look to see what, uh, what we're up to. So, um, here's a time for us just to pray even more fervently for our president, uh, for the, the Minister of Health, the Minister of Police and Security, uh, the Department of Social Services, all these different key uh, areas for our nation as they are watching to see what we are doing to take care of our people. And so uh, be praying, especially for increased wisdom. There's, there's going to be some stuff that's going to be said tonight. They're going to make some people really happy. They're going to make other people really very sad. All right, and so we see the preemptive measures that have been taking place uh, with 70,000 additional troops that have been deployed. Part of it is obviously setting up field hospitals and increasing our capacity to be able to take care of, of any uh, uh, fallout from the, the pandemic. Um, but obviously a whole heap of it is just to maintain law and order. We've heard lots of reports of looting of various shops um, particularly in the Western Cape and other parts uh, up around here, in the northern parts of, of uh, South Africa. So uh, we want to continue to pray for peace and for stability into our nation. Okay, so here's a, a scripture we've referenced before as we started this lockdown period. I just want to come back to it uh, because it just is so, so important. Uh, Bill Johnson also brought this passage to our attention during the Kingdom Come conference and uh, so I just felt like hey good for us just to come back 
just make sure that we're getting our, 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 our alignment with what the Holy Spirit is saying to us in this season. We're going to be in Philippians chapter 4. All right, familiar passage to us, Philippians chapter 4 from verse 4. Rejoice in the Lord always. Again, I will say rejoice. Let your reasonableness or your gentleness be known to everyone. In other words, guys, calm down. Don't get flustered. Be known for your reasonableness, your gentleness. Let it be known to everyone. The Lord is at hand. <laughs> Folks, here is the promise from the scriptures that the Lord is near. He is at hand. Folks, as we are reaching out to him, he's close by. He's not far off. He's not from it watching from a distance. No, God is right here, right now in our midst, and he's at hand. He's working powerfully um, on our behalf, and he's working powerfully in our situation. Even if you think he's not working, do not be misled. God is working. He's working powerfully, right? Verse 6, do not... Be anxious about anything. Folks, this is the key for us today. We don't know what the president's going to be saying, and there's just so many rumors that are floating around, and there's so many um, snippets here and there that would cause us to become anxious. Here's the word of the Lord for us. Do not be anxious about anything. All right? So then the scriptures give us, some key uh, practical things that we can do to calm our hearts and not be anxious. All right. But, okay, so here's the thing. So don't be anxious, but what should we do? In everything, by prayer and supplication, with thanksgiving, let your requests be made known to God. All right. So prayer, supplication, and add the ingredient, the spice of thanksgiving as you're praying. So we're not praying from the place of, I'm a victim, uh, I have no hope, this is, this is a hopeless situation, uh, there's no ways that we can uh, you know, step up in this, this, the context of what's going on in the world, it's too big for us, whatever. It's kind of like, no, we're not coming from a place of victim status, but because we are in Him, and he is the victorious one. We find ourselves victorious because we're in him. And so we can come with thanksgiving as we make our prayers and our supplications known to the Lord. Right. So this ingredient of thanksgiving. So we always start out our prayers with, Lord, we thank you for what you are doing. This is a very practical thing that will be the antidote to anxiety, our stress levels. If we yield to the negativity, it will further inflate our sense of being um, stressed, our sense of being, you know, um, helpless and, and hopeless. But if we add the ingredient of thanksgiving, it allows us to align ourselves with what God is saying in this time. And it causes us to have the that vantage point of being victorious, okay? So we come with thanksgiving, hugely practical for us. Then verse 7, And the peace of God, which surpasses, 
another translation says it transcends, it, it rises above all, right, all understanding. In other words, your human ability to try and work it all out, okay, it's just not going to happen. All right, you cannot figure this thing out with your own theories. You're just going to come up with your own new fresh conspiracy. It, it's only when we're anchored in Him that the, His peace goes beyond our ability to reason it out. In other words, the peace is a place of faith. It's a place of trust. We have to trust Him and then we will experience that peace, which will actually go beyond our mind, settle our hearts, calm us completely. Right? So it surpasses all understanding and it will guard, it will protect your heart and your mind in Christ Jesus. In other words, God is going to sit like a soldier to protect and to guard your heart and your mind. He's going to do it because we're in Christ Jesus. It's going to be a soldier just protecting our mind, protecting our heart. And it's going to cause us to be in a place of great peace. All right. Here's the second part to this. Verse 8 goes on, says, Finally, brothers, whatever is true, not fake news, whatever is honorable, okay, is this good building up, whatever is just, Okay, not underhanded, not scheming, whatever is pure, right, not devious, whatever is lovely, okay, in other words, it's, it's, it's attractive to you, whatever is commendable, kind of, yeah, we can put our thumbs up to this thing. If there is any excellence, if there's anything worthy of praise, think about these things. <laughs> in other words, strengthen yourself with good things. Get your mind to dwell, to camp around the good things that we're seeing around us. All right. The, the good news stories, camp on those things. All right. The, the things that you, you've experienced, the blessing and the favor and the kindness and the goodness of the Lord to you specifically. You're still alive. Great. You still got water to drink. Great. You still got food to eat. You still got a roof over your head. Awesome. Think on these good and positive things. All right. Stop dwelling on what you don't have. Give thanks for what you do have. All right. So think about these things. Verse nine, whatever you've learned and received and heard and seen in me, practice these things. Watch this. And the God of peace will be with you. <laughs> there are two things that we have here in terms of peace coming to us. All right. We pray in all circumstances. We make our requests known to God. We add the ingredient of thanksgiving. And then while we're doing this, we're thinking about the good things and the positive things that the Lord is doing. We're not focusing on what is not doing. Guys, this is enormous for us as believers. All right, this is not the power of positive thinking. No, this is thinking about what God is doing, dwelling, camping around those things, because it creates the testimony 
for what he will yet do in the future. What he's done in the past, he can do it again. That's the whole thing of testimony. That's the thing about the scriptures. It's a record of all the good things that God has done. And we know if he's done it for people in the past, well, he's no respecter of persons. He can do it again for us. So he can deliver us from this place of being under siege, this place of being in confinement, this place of it might feel like a prison for you. If he's brought people out of a prison, if he's brought an earthquake that can loosen the prison doors and, and the shackles and the chains that have been holding people, then, then he can do it for us, right? If he can do it for, for us as a household, he can do it for us as a neighborhood and as a city, all right? So we want to consciously be thinking about the good things that God is doing. And we know that as we present our requests to him, God is able to do it again. We do it with thanksgiving. So folks, there, there's so many issues floating around. We, we just don't even have time to dig into all the jolly conspiracy theories, right? We don't have time to, to dwell on the negative things. What we do is we have time to dwell on the good things that God has done. Yeah. So many of us, we're, we're actually battling with, with, uh, with too many calories that are uh, part of our diet, right? It's not for lack of calories. Actually, our problem is too many calories. It's kind of like, <laughs> what? This is ridiculous. We're not starving in this period. We've actually got too much. For most of us, there's, there's, there's choice that we have. We can choose between we're going to eat this or we're going to eat that. Now, we know that there are many people who don't have the same thing. Right. We're going to be praying for them. We know that there are many people who are struggling with, with uh, harsher realities than what we have. Great. The Lord has blessed us and he's blessed us that we might be a blessing. What are we going to do with that blessing? I'm glad you asked. We're going to use the blessing to pray for others who don't have what we have. We're going to identify with those who are not experiencing the victory that we're experiencing. And so we're going to set our minds on things above. We know that He is the victorious one and He leads us in victory and in triumph. And so we're going to pray, Lord, for those who are sitting in, in much smaller confined spaces who don't have many options for food and for meals. Lord, we're asking from our place of abundance. Lord, you are the God of abundance. So we've testified, we've tasted and seen of your goodness, your ability to bless us beyond just daily bread. Way beyond that, you've given us excess and choice. So now, Lord, we're asking from our place of blessing, would you release blessing and favor on those who are less fortunate than us? So, Lord, we particularly think of those who are in the informal settlements in our region. We pray for the Kingdom Valley Lean Project. We, we pray for all those who are needing help in terms of feeding schemes. We're asking for those who are in shelters in our region. And we're asking, Lord, that you would cause a multiplication 
of food. We're asking very specifically, Lord, for wisdom and strategy that food that is available would get to those who are in need. We're asking, Lord, that those who are greedy, who are opportunistic, who are corrupt, that you would blow a mighty wind and you would blow them out of the way. Even as smoke is driven away before the wind, we're asking that they would be driven away from being involved in these projects. We're asking, Lord, would you raise up men and women of stature, of righteousness, of integrity, who would be able to rally other people and cause the food that is available to get to the right people in the right place at the right time, that they too would experience your abundance. Again, Lord, we're asking for an increase and a multiplication of food and foodstuffs, that there somehow, miraculously, even as you provided manna for your people in the wilderness, day after day after day, it was always enough. We're asking, Lord, that let there, in our area, in Joyburg, let it be the testimony of Joyburg, let there always be enough for each day. Lord, in the natural, this is not possible. So we're praying for a supernatural intervention in our region in this month. So Lord, in the month of April and as we step over into the month of May, we know that you are giving permission, that you are helping and enabling people to receive your goodness and your kindness. So Lord, we're asking for permission for the supernatural to break out in people's homes and in people's shacks, that food and goods would increase. We're asking, Lord, even as with that widow, the oil and the flour did not run out, but it kept on multiplying. Even in the time of drought, even in the time of not enough, that you caused an overflow to take place during a season of not enough. We're asking, Lord, miracle upon miracle upon miracle. Let there be multiplication in this time in our area here in Joyburg and particularly in this Kingdom Valley area. We're asking, Lord, let increase of your provision take place. We thank you, Lord, that these stories that have been recorded for us, even as the book of Corinthians says, have been recorded for our good to stir up our faith that we might trust you again. Even as people are talking about this being a plague of biblical proportions, we're ask, asking for the miraculous of biblical proportions to meet the need. Oh God, show yourself powerful and strong in our day, in our time, that this would be a time of recording the goodness and the kindness and the faithfulness of God. When people didn't know what else to do, you came through powerfully. Oh, thank you, Lord. Do it again. Do it again. In our day and in our time, do it again. 
oh, I just I feel such a such a stirring in my heart. I know that you're praying along in your homes. So, um, you know, as you as you think of these things, just begin to shoot up prayers throughout the day. It's not just we praying at one o'clock. We're praying at all times through the day because we have the spirit. It's the same Holy Spirit touching each of our hearts. And even when we don't know what to pray, he will give us the prayers to pray. It's groans and utterances by the spirit. Right? Pray in the language of the spirit. Just shoot up just these arrows of prayer. And it doesn't have to be long and eloquent prayers. But just we just throwing out these one liners. Oh, Lord, just as we think of these people, uh, um, we, we ask that you would intervene. And, you know, God loves not just to hear the prayers of his people, but to answer the prayers of his people. We are going to get so many stories, testimonies of what God is doing in response to all of these prayers. Even as I started out uh, our, our time today, just remembering and reflecting that it had been prophesied that the eyes of the world would be looking to South Africa. And my goodness. The World Health Organization and uh, even from the United States, from the White House, recognizing what God is doing here in South Africa. This is a fulfillment of prophetic words that uh, the eyes of the world would be on us. And so, again, pray for our president. Pray for those who are, are in authority at a regional level and a national level, praying that the Lord would cut out. Uh, the cancer of corruption. He would remove people that are, are corrupt and have um, alignments with ungodly people, that God would remove them and that God would bring in new people. You know, there's nothing like a crisis to bring about new structure. <laughs> you know, there's, there's, this is the, the best opportunity that, that, that God has for us to bring about the new. It's like, folks, the old order is passing away. Everything that can be shaken will be shaken so that that which is of the kingdom, the unshakable kingdom, that will remain. Folks, he is doing that with our country, with our government, with some of the top politicians. That's what he's doing. Mark my words. You're going to see a shift and a change take place there's going to be structural change that's going to take place in our nation over these next 40 days folks these are glorious times that we're living in difficult but glorious so keep faith keep in peace all right so this passage here from philippians 4 from verse 4 through 11 hold on to these things watch what you're thinking about think meditate dwell on the good, the noble, the right and righteous things, God of peace himself will draw near to you. And he will set a God, a protection over your heart and over your mind and keep you in a place of peace. It's a supernatural peace. It transcends the things of this natural world. So you don't have to follow everything that's going on on Facebook and WhatsApp and Twitter and Instagram and all these things, you know. Yeah, sure. Have a look at those things. But come back to what does the Lord say? What is Holy Spirit saying? What's the scripture saying? That be your place of strength, your stronghold. Remember, you're a prisoner of hope. So you're in a place of hope 
and you're in a place of peace. Now you'll notice I've got a couple of boats in, um, in the background and uh, some artwork that Lisa's done for us. In the middle of the storm, he is with us. He's on the boat. He's in the boat with us, no matter what storm we're facing. And so I just want to speak peace to you in the middle of the storm. May the Lord bless you, strengthen you, and encourage you today. Thanks for praying with us. Bless you guys. We'll be back again 1 o'clock tomorrow. And uh, look forward to our time together. Love these times. I'm encouraged. Trust that you're encouraged as well. So love you guys. Bless you.